Hey, hey, Kirk. Welcome to You've Never Heard This. I'm Kirk Linger. I'm Alan Barber. This is take two. Oh, we our... didn't need to tell him that. Why not? It's fine. Right. Let's, no, I just want to, we're, we're trying I'm to. We're, we're trying to keep it janky. Yeah, what's janky? You we, guys got to know that we don't have our shit together all the time. We haven't had a mishap in quite a while. We've we've kind of gotten things narrowed down, but we, we had a technical difficulty. But yep. it doesn't matter. It we're doesn't. Here, it's we're fine. here to it's do. Fine. A, we're here to do a podcast. It's totally fine. And that's in the past. Everything's fine. <laughs> that's what I tell myself. Everything's fine. This is fine. I'm that dog in the burning room. Yep. This is fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. Oh my goodness. Drink some more. What are you drinking? <laughs> Drink some more. Well, I need. To, <laughs> I mean, I will, but um, I'm still drinking my whiskey. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. What was it? Something. Dickle? Jimmy Dickle. Something Dickle. Dick Trickle. George. Dick. <laughs> George. George Dickle. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Trickle. It's that reminds me of Cole Trickle from Days of Thunder. So many. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so many trickles. Yep. Uh, yeah, but Dick Trickle is kind of the best. That's the best. Wow. One. Yeah. I've got another Zevia, a creamy root beer flavor. <laughs> I want to say the exact same thing I said last I time. Know. I'm trying not and to. I, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's back when I used to drink pop. Uh, I'm saying the same thing. Oh, Shasta. <laughs> cherry yeah. Oh, yeah, Shasta. Cherry vanilla flavor. Uh, My dad never let me drink. Uh, dear Lord. Oh, <laughs> but guys, you guys don't know. You guys all missed that. it. My it's com- true. My computer changed mics on me for some freaking reason. Eh, it's okay. Yeah. That's what we get for not having an engineer. Right? We're going to hire someone once we can make more than like... Ten dollars a year. Yep. <laughs> or we could, or we get a, a an actual, uh, you know, studio. To, yeah. To back us. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, Earwolf. Ooh. Come on. Yeah. I'll be on ear. We'll be on Earwolf. Yeah. Come on, sweet. Scott. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Ackerman. I'm sure they listen. They all. Yeah. Listen. Probably. You're right. Yeah. Right. Uh, we're not here to talk about how much we <laughs> wish we were on a podcast network, or I don't know if I want to be on a podcast network. And then, then that means know. we actually have to like work harder to make this. You're sound right. Good. No, you're actually right. I mean, I but if it's my actual job, maybe I will work harder. It sounds pretty good to me. It sounds fine to me because I listen to podcasts that sound way worse. Terrible. I think we brought it, brought more. it up before. My favorite yeah. murder. We're talking to you. <laughs> Um, anyway, Rough. yeah, we're not here to bash other podcasts either. <laughs> yes, we're, we are. <laughs> we're here to talk about music. Yes, we are. And what are we listening to? We've got Faith No More's Angel Dust. From 1992, I was four years old. Oh, Actually, I was you screwed almost it up. four. You screwed it up this time. Did I? You didn't say it. Well, I was about to, and then you oh, called really? me out. Yeah. But was, you were going through the whole... I was just going to say I was three and a half, which meant oh. I really had never heard this. You've never heard this? Two and then one, two, three, four. Hey man, there's this band I love, and I know you love them too. But you're just shaking your head like you haven't got a clue. But what are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea. Start a podcast and talk about it while sipping on a beer. You never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Stay in your lane, uh, Kirk. I wasn't prepared for Let that. Let me do my shit. You're supposed to. Oh, jeez. I'm here to throw it down. Holy crap, people. We're in. Oh. 
about to throw I, down here. I'm the opposite of when people get drunk and they get angry. I'm angry if I stay sober. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a form of hangry, but yeah. Uh, I'm trying to incorporate like booze into so it. Sober angry. Yeah, yeah. Sober angry. I get it. I get it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, tell me about the band, Kirk. Holy shnikes. You're like, do I have to again? again? Really? <laughs> Uh, that's fine. That's fine. And this time I should have it down. Uh, so yes, like you said, this album is from 1992. Uh, and even from 92, it's their fourth album. Uh, Faith No More started in San Francisco. Their first name was what? Yeah, I'm just... Now I'm having deja vu. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Uh, their first name was Sharp Young Men. Uh, I had read that there was a play on like how the names around that time were all fancy sounding so yeah. it was a hey, kind of joke that was new this time you, did, new. you didn't say that last I, time i remembered that <laughs> uh they formed in 1979 with original singer mike morris then they changed their name to faith faith period no man uh and then that changed to faith no more when they kind of said that the no man was Mike Morris, and he is now no more. Is he any relation to Zach Morris? I think so. Cool. Might be his dad. Does he also sit backwards in chairs? Probably. Oh, wait, no, that was A.C. Slater. Oh, of course. <laughs> no, I feel like they both would. Probably. Uh, they then worked very briefly with Courtney Love, which is bizarre. Yep. Uh, until they got their second singer, Chuck Mosley, in 83. Uh, and then Mike Patton joined in 88 um and that's when they uh recorded the real thing where they mike Patton was more or less just the singer for that album yeah this well, album and i and i just found okay it, actually yeah so on the wikipedia page for this album uh it says also the first album where vocalist mike Patton had any substantial influence mm-hmm. in the band's music having been hired after the other band members had written and recorded everything for the real thing except vocals and most of the lyrics oh so he I did he did read, he did write a good Some portion of the, of the yeah, lyrics oh, for but for his, that album but i guess his influence other than oh the lyrics, no i mean like the style yeah. of the music was was all pre-patent but he as far as the lyrics yes that's what they said for this album they wanted to move away from that funk metal sound Mm -hmm. uh into something a little more theatrical yeah um so uh let's talk about mike Patton a little bit because he has had quite the career still does i mean not past tense yeah um mr bungle was his first band in uh, actually started in high school and uh he Still works with them, as far as I know, to yep. the day. Uh, he's also had Phantomas, Pee Tom, Lovage. <laughs> Did you say Pee Pee Tom? Peeping. Peeping Tom? <laughs> Pee Pee Tom. <laughs> we got Pee Pee Tom and Pee-pee Jimmy Tom. Dickel. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, and he's also been a producer on a lot of uh, other bands' albums. Yeah. Uh, the producer on this album is Matt Wallace. Uh, he's done another band we've done uh, named The Replacements. Yeah, I know them. I've yeah. heard I've heard that. I've heard of them. At least one album. Yeah. <laughs> and he did Gross, Train, and Maroon 5. And Mushroom Head. Mushroom Head. What weird. a weird combination. Yeah. Um, Love it. Other members of the band, Mike Borden, Roddy Bottom, which is, I love that name. Yep. Billy Gould, and Jim Martin. Uh, the title of the album, Angel Dust, was Roddy Bottom's idea. 
that Jim Martin really, really didn't like. He didn't want anything to do with the name. He wanted people to know that he had nothing to do with it. So much so that he left the band. <laughs> well, after this album. I, know, I mean, yeah. yeah. I probably, uh, probably had nothing to do with probably it. Probably not. But, uh, but I do love Roddy Bottom's uh, explanation for naming it that because he said it's a beautiful name for a really hideous drug. Mm-hmm. And they kind of lean into that uh, kind of juxtaposition of mm-hmm. good and bad throughout the album. So the front cover of the album is a just a, view, a beautiful picture of a great egret, while the back of the, the album is a cow on a meat hook. Mm-hmm. And you got your bird nerd coming out. Yeah, right. Because I looked at that and I was like, swan or something. <laughs> Maybe well, it's a pelican. I was going to say, we got e- great egrets out here. They're, yeah. They're beautiful. They are. Um, anyway. Yeah. No. So they kind of talk about that That kind of follows along with the album. Mm-hmm. The music, too, is that going from kind of beautiful to ugly at the same time. Yeah. Um, but I would say the the change in genre really worked in their favor because yes. this is their best album, selling album yep. to date. Uh, 2.5 million copies worldwide. It debuted at number 10 and was the only wow. top 10 album for them in the U.S., yeah, pretty so. impressive. I mean, a, so I said, a, this is a big album for them. Yeah, so if you're familiar with Epic by Vade No More yes. and nothing else, this is going to um, come as a bit of a shock to you. I feel like there's a couple on here that uh, yeah, people I mean, will know, but, yeah. but not quite as much as, as the real thing, which was the album before this. Mm-hmm. So now, <laughs> hopefully, oh, please record the music. Oh, it should, because it had, that's right. Because it wasn't. you fixed anyway, it. yeah, I fixed it. I'm just freaking out now. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. <laughs> Starting with just just picture yourself in the land of sunshine. Turn it up because there's a part at the end of this. I want you to hear it. Here's how to order. That's it. So I saw in Genius that if you, you Google search, here's how to order, interestingly enough, 
Faith No More's merch page is the first result. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So you can totally hear in this song his inspiration uh-huh. for writing this song and the next one. Yep. Where he purposefully de- uh, deprived himself of sleep and just watched like late night infomercials. Um, some of them, the, the Land of Sunshine comes from like religious infomercials, but you can totally hear like just that late. It sounds like a late night. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He got uh, a lot of the lyrics from Fortune Cookies. Fortune Cookies, cookies too. too. Yeah. And I love uh-huh. that on um, the Genius bio, when it gives you that information, the GIF that is put in there is from Robocop. Yes. The guy who says, uh-huh. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, people on Genius like to put gifts with their, like... It's true. You know, entries, yeah. It is true. <laughs> yeah, so I love that this... Uh, some of the annotations on here says, In an L. Ron Hubbard personality test offered by the Church of Scientology, the following questions are present. Do Number 12, do you often sing or whistle just for the fun of it? Which is some of the lyrics in here. Yeah. Does yeah. life seem worthwhile? Does emotional <laughs> music have quite an effect on you? Number 192, do you sometimes feel that your age is against you, too young or too old? <laughs> Number 195, do others push you around? So, yeah, uh, it's clear where his uh, his um, influences yes, are on absolutely. Yep. That's interesting. Love it. It's great. Um, this is a killer opening. I've had this song stuck in my head for weeks because Kurt gave me this album weeks ago, and we just kept changing what we were going to do from, you know, Week to week, so we did a little bit. Oh yeah. So I've been listening to this for a while. I feel like I'm more prepared for this album than I than have any been other. Any other. So, um, man, it's seriously like fire. I have had it stuck in my head for so long. That's a good song. Yeah, yeah. it's a great for song. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now, I did not hate this album. <laughs> good. All so. right. Uh, Joey will be happy. Does that ruin the rest <laughs> of the episode for you guys? Not at all. Oh, so. I don't care about you, Kurt. Oh, I'm talking about our listeners. Oh, <laughs> no. Wow, there's that hangry again. I know. I need to get me drunk. I'll be nicer. I'm going to force some whiskey on him here. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. I will whiskey not. on me Jesus God. so I can get so drunk. Wow. I don't think that's how it goes. It is now. Okay. All right. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Song number two, along the same vein, because he was trying to stay up. He had a lot of caffeine.
So, I have to admit that uh, as much as I love this album, and I really truly do, this was not my first... this was not my introduction to the band. Yeah, I was about to ask you. Um, I want to look up the year. I think it must have come out. Let's see. This came out 92? Yeah. Hmm. Oops. Oh, shoot. Ah, sorry. Phone problems. Uh, my first... Oh, I'm having trouble with my phone here. Hold on. Listen to this good music. Okay. Oh, 97. And Joey, if you're listening, I hope you're. Uh, <coughs> all right, my bad. Um, they came out with, in 97, they came out with Album of the Year. And it was even a little bit more of a departure from their sound. So it's kind of weird to me that this was my... I don't know. I guess I'm not sure. Like, I have to ask Joey what what his... Because I feel like super fans don't like this album. Really? Yeah. That's just, that's. I don't know that for sure, but I kind of get the feeling... But I adored it. I loved it. Yeah, this is it's really good. No, I mean, sorry. Oh, album, album of, of the, the year. year. Okay. Which came out in '97. I loved it. I think my brother actually bought it. I don't think I bought it, but I think I just remember loving it so much that uh, that I was like, oh, I need to listen to more Faith No More. And that's when I went out and started looking for the older albums. Yeah. And I think I found this one. And a uh, real thing at a pawn shop nice. and bought them. And then I was like, oh, like just hell yeah, you know? Yeah. So. But it's definitely capturing that theatrical sound they were yes. going for. Oh, absolutely. And I think having that orchest- orchestration helps. And just his voice in general is very theatrical. I love it's, it's his voice. It's almost operatic in it, a way. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. But he still puts the stank on it, you know? Yes, he does. Oh, he does. And I like that. They they did move away somewhat from the funk metal. Yeah, because even in Epic, he's like rapping in the verses. I was say, yeah, like, but I was just saying, like, it, it's still kind of there. Yeah. You know, they didn't just completely scrap it, you know. Well, no, and I'll, and I'll bring up a little bit in, in a few tracks, like, where it was really sticking out to me, uh, which is why I haven't sure. said it you know, yeah. now. But, you know, there's definitely still elements of the funk metal. Yes, absolutely. Um and once we get into this next song, I'll start talking about how one thing that critics talked about, especially critics that didn't like the album, they didn't like the, the and I don't know if maybe this wasn't quite a thing in 92. I feel like it would have been, but the sampling, oh, that there's yeah. quite a bit of sampling. I don't know. I don't feel like that would have been weird, but... Maybe I would say sampling probably wasn't as prevalent outside of hip hop. Maybe, but I guess I, I read that some critics were like, there was like too much sampling. So huh. like with the song with Caffeine, the one I just played, yeah. at the beginning, there are like animal noises. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, whatever. I, I kind of love that. Yeah. But uh, uh, this next one has some sampling, too. So we'll get into it. Yeah. So are this you, is... Are you, are you there yet? Are you in this part of your life yet? Oh, oh, oh. I think I've passed this <laughs> part. <laughs> and this is a song I feel like people might have heard, too. But, yeah. What's track uh, number three called? Midlife Crisis. do something i'm gonna pause i'm gonna go back because i want to i actually never realized this was a sample but now i hear it so i'm gonna play it again and i will show you i will illustrate ready so back to the beginning cecilia you're breaking my heart you're breaking my confidence, baby. Oh, Cecilia, I'm down on my knees. I'm begging you, please, to come home. I think the I'll come home. The the drum part is similar, but I wouldn't say it's a sample. No, I Wikipedia says it's a sample. Oh, Wikipedia is lying. I'm just kidding. I believe you. Wikipedia says... I believe you. The sample is from Simon and Garfunkel's Cecilia. Interesting. Also, I don't know where this is. I'd have to listen a little closer. Uh, But Beastie Boy's Car Thief is sampled in here. Oh, okay. Um, And then I saw that (laughs) Mike Patton talked about writing this song because he was seeing Madonna... Yeah, everywhere. Uh huh. And he said that it just kind of appeared to him that she was kind of getting desperate. Oh yeah. In her career. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, and that. Yeah. It's a. It was a particular time where I was being bombarded with her image on TV and in magazines, and her whole shtick kind of speaks to me in that way. Like she's going through some sort of problem. It seems she's getting a bit desperate. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And even Courtney Love uh, has a similar um, quote. Um, She said this, uh, 
oh, so the song is about the effect Madonna had on the masses during her prime, but Courtney Love said something similar about her audience in AOL chat rooms. Oh, wow. It's like a masturbatory video game all about me. Genius is also related to the Latin word for testicles. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, no, I believe you because uh, Genius also says that it sampled Cecilia and Carthief, um, but it also says that this song was covered by Disturbed. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Oh God. Interesting. Ugh. <laughs> everyone, oh my God, I'm so fucking sick of everyone like, oh, they're 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 covered. No, fuck. That cover is not that great. Get over it. Of which which cover? Uh, uh, Sound of Silence or whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. I liked it when it first came out, but I it, it went away as quickly as it showed up. It's because so. it's not that great. Yeah. Just stop it. There's my Jesus, hot take. I'm getting mad. Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking drink more whiskey, Kurt. <laughs> Maybe that's what I need to do. Actually, my ex <laughs> says that... She didn't like it when I drank whiskey because it made me angry. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean that in like any, you know, I'm Kirk. I'm a pacifist. I'm not I'm a pretty uh, laid back dude. So. Yeah. You just verbally get angry. Yeah. I'm saying about <laughs> not, not, no, I meant I about, I meant <laughs> you didn't let me finish no. about that disturbed cover. That's the only thing you get angry about when you get drunk. <laughs> okay, Kirk, we get it. Yeah, fuck that song. It's not Drink a little good. more whiskey when we record every time, and right? you'll, you'll give me your honest opinion. I think on I stuff. will. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, oh my goodness, boy! Uh, so let's uh, play the next song, which is yeah. a glimpse into my future. <laughs> oh my God. I hope not, because it's a very dark, <laughs> yes, very it, sad song. Yes, it is. So let's go to track number four. RV. short version of what this is about is white trash. Oh, yeah. Uh, but according to Mike Patton, Patton <laughs> uh, it's about a fat guy sitting in a trailer, eating horrible food, watching horrible TV, maybe beating his kids every once in a while, or abusing his wife. That's what the song is about. That's a whole, I would say. 
Culture in America of Working Class White Trash America. Americana. I'm a swinging guy. what i meant earlier when i said this song was kind of dark yes because he's the just you know shower curtain describing rod. himself and then saying he's yep. gonna hang himself mm-hmm. from a shower curtain rod. i don't think that's gonna hold you though no and then he says toss me inside a hefty and put me in a hefty bag put me in the ground man uh i love that in the genius bio which you just read the quote from the gift that he uses from uh yep. honey boo boo honey um I love his freaking voice. It's so good. And uh, we mentioned it in the first attempt at this episode, yeah. but he's got a six octave range. Oh, that wasn't the first yeah. recording. That was, uh, yeah, yeah. was, so that's one more octave than um, Mariah Carey. So. Just got to look at what Alan's playing. Oh, with yeah. I, I, oh, he's got some instant coffee. I brought some groceries in and we needed more coffee. So. I, I am have no shame. I drink instant coffee because I'm lazy. I don't think and I don't want to make coffee at six in the morning. So. I don't think I've ever drank instant coffee that I know of. It's good. Weird. Good for me. Huh? No, no so, judgment. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. We should move on. We shall. Smaller. Oh, wow. And smaller. Is the name of the next track. Yeah, there's an instrumental that's coming up soon that still has the funk elements from their sure. older this, albums. Uh, so I was trying to uh, write down all the, because apparently it was such a thing, all the sampling uh, 
there's some aboriginal chanting in this one. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't even quite think of where it is. But hmm. Yeah. Uh, but apparently this song is uh, referencing... Oh, it's right here. Oh, yeah, there you go. Sometimes those little things you don't really think about until you... Yeah, okay. Hmm. Uh, but death by dehydration oh. is what the one thing I saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I saw that as well. There's a word for it. It's dearth. Dearth. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It is dearth. What a weird word. It is a weird word. All right. Let's uh, we keep trucking. Let's keep trucking right on through. God, this so describes good. our first take at this episode, this <laughs> next track. Oh, God. Track number six is called Everything's Ruined. So this is the the song I was waiting for to talk about how just how it's unusual because the bass is so prevalent throughout the album. Oh my god! The way it's mixed, you you hear that almost more than any of the other instruments. There, it's yes, and Billy Gould is such a tight musician that is just so noticeable. Uh And then that combined with the drums and and Mike Borden and the way he plays. That just means you're tapping your foot on the first listen. Yeah. I mean, it's 100%. such a solid rhythm section. I was going to say, like, I always love the bass. I mean, Billy Gould's, you know. He's found this weird balance between funk and rock. Couldn't agree bass more. Bass playing. Could not agree he's more. He's got the slaps, you yeah, know. Yeah, he's got and, the slaps, you know, of like, course. Got that funk sound. But, but yeah. No, you're in his 100% own little, right. In his own little way. Yep, you're 100% right. So I love it. Yep. Absolutely. That's probably what the biggest draw for this band is for me, aside from yeah. the way that Mike Patton sings, because he's got such a unique voice. So but. eventually, I think we're going to start doing some like band callbacks where we 
reintroduce each other to another like another album. Yeah, yeah. By we're the gonna, same we're, band. We're going to get there at some we point. We will. Yeah. Uh, I would like, especially with whenever I've talked about, and I've talked about this uh, before, where certain bands have albums that do stray from their kind of well-known sound, whatever. Uh-huh. So I want to give you album of the year. Okay. Just to see. I don't know. I love that album. I do. Sweet. So, yeah. Shall we continue here? Yeah. Uh, let's do it. Let's do <laughs> Malpractice. One of the more heavy songs. Yeah, Rolling Stone described this as art damaged death. Ah, Yes, I saw that. Interesting. This also, again, back to the uh, uh, samples. Samples. And I did not even write down the original composer's name because there's no way I could say it. Uh, Let me try. Let me give it a shot. Oh, it's uh, Dmitry Shostakovich. Well, <laughs> Alan knows how to say it. Yeah, I'm Alan. Yeah, I know how to say it. <laughs> wow. Maybe don't drink whiskey anymore. <laughs> uh, I wrote down that it, the the version they used, though, <laughs> uh, sounded out of the song is String Quartet Number no. Eight by Kronos Quartet. You nailed it. What? So proud of you, Kronos. Yeah, I. You sounded it out, and I'm proud of you. I've heard. Some of their stuff, weirdly. So, the weird screeching and, like, screaming in this reminded me of this fun fact that I know. Uh Have you ever seen the movie I Am Legend? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mike Patton did the voice for all of the vampires in that movie. Shut it. I did not know that. Yep. Oh, my God. It's all those weird, like, screeching noises that they make. Yeah, that's Mike Patton. That's Mike Patton? Yes. Get out of town. I'm dead serious. Oh, that's cool. Serious is a hard... Oh. Oh, oh, too soon. (laughs) soon. (laughs) I did not know that. Now you know. I like that. Yeah. That's one of those nice little fun facts I'm going to put in my back pocket. Yeah, fun fact to know and tell. That's cool. Yeah. Put that in your back pocket, mull it over while uh, while we take a break. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I was, I was just looking at, like, what number we're on. Yeah. All right. Turn your radio down, Caleb. Caleb? Oh, yeah. Because the ads are, like, really loud for some reason? Yeah. 
We do. I mean, we mostly know what we're doing, right? Mostly. All right. We'll be back, friends. Hi, everybody listening to You've Never Heard This. This is Matt, and I'm from a different podcast. And I'm Trevor, and yes, we're the co-hosts of the Nighthawks podcast. It's a movie-centric podcast for folks who like to stay up late. We aim to get to the granular grist of the movies you love, maybe just the movies you're thinking about checking out, or the movies you want to know more about. Take a seat in the Nighthawks diner with us, and we'll talk new movies, old movies. Talking about good movies, we're talking about bad movies, movies we love, movies from Norway. You can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at nighthawkspodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. God. <laughs> anyway, hey, we're back. Yep. Yeah. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuckers. Wow. Ooh. 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 Get a little saucy over a little there. Saucy. And you nasty it's, stuff. It's the it's the second episode. Yep. So. <laughs> the second episode. But I'm alone <laughs> in my <laughs> in my uh you know sauciness that's true <sighs> can't play off each other's drunkenness right next time all right yeah okay okay let's keep well. moving <laughs> before you say anything else that you're gonna regret <laughs> good idea how about kindergarten how about it I, said, I love that bass. I Me do. too. I'm all about that bass. No oh, tribbles. <laughs> no tribbles? Yeah. The trouble you know the with trouble, trouble with tribbles? Yeah, <laughs> Captain Kirk had some trouble with tribbles. I love the... Uh... Yeah. Did you see what that's clearly an homage to? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, oh. No, I didn't write that down. Uh, there's the baseball commentary in Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Oh, yeah. This is supposed to... Yeah. Uh, so I saw that he said it was uh, talking about 
being mentally stuck in the past. Oh, yeah. And trying being to find a, a way to mature. Uh, it seems very content on being a man-child and doesn't even want <laughs> to grow up. But he's also commenting on how that many sitting on a throne tend to be highly immature. Yes. Uh, been there. Yeah. Still there. I was going to say, I kind of feel like I'm, uh, I am there. I've got imposter syndrome, hardcore, mm. where a lot of times, especially in my job, I'll be like, I'm not old enough to do this. Sure. <laughs> so, oh, I get it. Oh, yep. I get it. Yep. Oh, boy. This, I this love na- it. I, this oh, next this next one's going to be. And I love the story behind it, yes. too. It's great. Oh, it's great. It's amazing. Let's, let's listen to track number nine. <laughs> Enough teasing y'all, all right? Uh, what's it called, Kirk? It's called Be Aggressive. All right, Kirk, tell us what it's about. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it's not subtle. No. Uh, so Roddy Bottom <laughs> came out as gay, and this song is a, literally about swallowing, fellatio. Swallowing what, Kirk? Uh, I don't know. Uh, whatever <laughs> something occurs, I believe. <laughs> when uh, <laughs> God, I love the quote. He said it was a pretty, yes, f- pretty yes. fun thing to write, knowing that Mike was going to have to put himself on the line and go up on stage and sing these vocals. Yep. Pretty great. I love yeah. it. Uh, the, one of the comments on the Genius page says, "Huh, yep, I wasn't mishearing that. That song really is that blatantly gay." I was going to say, <laughs> no, it is a hundred percent. Then yes. someone says, "Be proudly aggressive," and then some butthole whose username is Dave Mustard Stain. Oh my God. Said kind of faggy TBH and got downvoted so hard. Right? <laughs> As he should have been. Absolutely. And his name is stupid too. Yeah. It's not even a clever pun on it's Dave Mustard. Not Mustang. at all. Dave it's not Mustard all. Stain. But he thinks it is. He thinks he it thinks is. He thinks it's the most clever. Yeah. Yep. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Homophobia? Fuck off. Yeah, that's how I feel. And just for that, I just for that, I I, I feel a small victory. 
So, especially after the last song, this like this is a surprisingly wholesome. It really is song. It really is. <laughs> It's got it some even great, ha- great musicality to it. I was going to say, like, even the sound of it is kind of wholesome. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. Uh, so Patton said, it's kind of about, well, my dad was a coach, uh-huh. so I grew up and I always wanted to win, and, well, I found out that I just can't win every game. It's true. I love that line, yelling with my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm so mad <laughs> yep. that I lost, but but it's, I'd be a sore loser if I... In, yeah, yeah. yeah. You and keep then it in, yeah. There's the, the part at the end, if I speak at one constant volume, at one constant pitch, at one constant rhythm right into your ear, you still won't hear it. And I envision good game, good game, oh. good game, yep. good game. Yep. Giving I remember giving your opposing that. team a high five, uh-huh. and you've lost. Yep. Saying that at one constant pitch and one constant rhythm... You yeah. still won't hear it. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're not. Yeah. Good game. Good game. Good game. I did Good that game. in Little League. Yep. yep. Absolutely. I love the title of this next song. It's and this, again, a, a, a fun story as well. Yes. Get into, but. Oh, crack Hitler. So again, with the samples, the, the beginning of the song features a sample of a woman reading a flight announcement, and she tried to sue the band for using her voice without permission. Oh, I was yeah. wondering what was being said there. Yeah, it's some flight announcement, I like Rio de Janeiro or something like <laughs> that, but yeah. Of the beginning is kind of like Shaft combined with 007 almost. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, uh-huh. So good. And I'm still loving you know, uh, Billy Gould's bass playing. Oh, my God, right? Just great. Uh, so apparently Crack Hitler was a... Was a real person. A real person, a drug baron that would refer to himself as Hitler because he oversaw so many people dependent people like he he has a lot of people who just you know needed him for drugs yes and they kind of got a kick out of it because he was not white right so it was like um yep probably shouldn't be and he thinks he's (laughs) hitler we all laughed a lot about him so we had to dedicate him a song yes (laughs) so good 
<laughs> oh boy. Let's let's go to track. <laughs> Who wants 12. to say the name of this next one? Jizzlobber, oh, which is a, well, oh, there it is. a word that I never thought I would ever say <laughs> or write down. But here we are. <laughs> it's a word, apparently. I'm gonna start calling people that. <laughs> Shut up, you jizzlobber. What are you doing, cranking the old hog? Yeah, it works. <laughs> oh my god. There are samples of frogs. <laughs> Very good, Kirk. Thank you. <laughs> Nailed it. The other, like, heavy song on this album. Mm-hmm. You like this one? I love this song. Convince me, because I'm still on the fence about the it. The guitar. That just heavy, grindy guitar. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's, I mean, it is also like a seven-minute-long song. So yeah, I might need to just... It know, might overstay its welcome a little bit. No, I might just need to listen to it more. I just... To appreciate it. I I'm just, just like... Right now, I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't, to me, doesn't fit in with the rest of the album. To me, I, there's something about, like, I love heavy music. We've gone over that before. But this, I mean, they're hitting the strings like four times. Yeah. You know, it's like just, like, I love that. I love that. Like, it's just grindy and dirty. Yeah. Sometimes simple is more effective. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, so there are two competing, and maybe both are true, maybe both are untrue, two stories about the uh, meaning behind the song, as you can imagine, Jizzlobber. Um, but uh, Mike Patton says it's a. it was written about his fear of imprisonment, huh. and Gould said it's about a porn star. Okay. So, reading the lyrics... I could see both. Yeah. But, yeah. So listen to that guitar. It's pretty good. Oh, I love that. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, awesome. uh, depending on how we want it, well, I'll play the, I'll play, I'll play the both songs. Both songs? What do you mean? Oh, well, no. because Easy wasn't part of the original. Oh, gotcha. But that's fine. Uh, well, no, let's not, because we already talked about we it. Did, we did, actually, didn't we? So this is the penultimate. Uh, and the next song is uh, just a instrumental. 
Yeah. But I'll play the beginning and then we'll talk over it. Sure. So yeah. So the next song is a remake of the theme from Midnight Cowboy. So that is Mike Patton on the melodica. I was going to say that. It's your oh, album. Sorry. No, it's your album. I'll <laughs> give it to you. I uh, legitimately wasn't expecting this to be the actual theme from Midnight Cowboy. I thought they were just yeah, going to no. call it that and then do something else. So Yeah, kind there of a weird it. choice. It is, but it uh, fits in with the rest of the album it somehow. Does. Which it really yeah, does. how I feel about uh, Easy. I mean, and I said that. Oh, I uh, if you want to listen to us talk about Easy, go listen to our covers episodes from yep. a year yeah. ago i think we did them last Crazy. december so um anyway yeah this one's good it's a good ending yeah. to the album i think it's very it's just strange a mellow, yeah, yeah it is a strange and choice it, and it works so if you aren't aware uh midnight cowboy is a 1969 film with dustin hoffman and john voigt um yeah i mean i i've seen it Long, 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 long time yeah. ago. John Voight plays a gigolo, and yes. Dustin Hoffman is his pimp, yeah. walks with a severe limp, yeah. and is the reason for the famous, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Which wasn't supposed to happen. Did you know that was uh, <laughs> I did not know completely that. unscripted? Yeah, this, really? this cab driver ignored all of the signs that said the street was closed <laughs> and oh, decided, because oh. it's New York City, sure. decided to drive through anyway, and he almost hit Dustin Hoffman, and so he stayed in character, just whacked the hood a few times, and was like, I'm, I'm walking, walking here. here. Yeah, nice. Well, so that's anyway, cool. Um, God, final thoughts. It's such a weird album, but it's a good weird, and I... Joey, consider me a fan of Faith No More. I already really liked Epic, but that was like the only song I knew of theirs except for their Commodore's cover. But uh I feel like you get it then. You get this out. Oh like, yeah, I if do. you're like it's it's weird but a good weird, like yeah. No, I totally get yep. it. I totally get it. Yes. Um as for playlist pick, I'm gonna go with Oof. Land of Sunshine. I mean it's Ooh, been it's been yeah. stuck in my head for weeks Perfect. and I love the lyrics and just the idea yeah. behind it. And I could definitely see like a music video of it in the same <laughs> vein as Cavalry Captain by yes, the Decemberists, yes. which is also like a late night infomercial. Yes. Uh-huh. So yeah, that's that's my pick. Place Let's, your order now. Here's how to order. Oh, that's what it is. Um, oh, so yeah, uh, this yeah. was a great album. Thanks for showing it to me, man. I never would have. Uh, that's fantastic. I never would have listened to it otherwise, and that's the beauty of this podcast, that's right? So. I love it. We, it makes me a little warm fuzzies there. Yeah, and we love that you listen, and hopefully yeah. you became fans as well. Come on, this is a great album. It's a great album. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Comment so we Please can ig- do. so we can ignore those comments. Um, <laughs> yeah. Facebook.com is slash never heard pod. 
uh, Instagram.com slash never heard pod, never heard pod <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, yeah, we love you guys. Love you guys. Seriously. And we'll. Till next time, right? Yep. See ya. See ya.